Okay, yeah, we, we are going to talk today about Sukkot after Shemitah, our last topic. Mir Tashem, yeah, it was cheaper. Mir Tashem, our last topic um, in our series about Shemitah. Um, hopefully, we have enough time to finish it all. Okay, so we, we know, before I get to the, 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 the Sukkot part of it, is Shemitah, the halachas of Shemitah don't end when Shemitah ends. Um, there are, for example, fruits, their halachas primarily tend to be after Shemitah. Um, there's even some Svichin type rules that are after Shemitah we have. There's all certain rules, and there's, and there's one special myth that has nothing to do with Shemitah per se, which is the myth of Hakel, which we don't do anymore, which is in the circus after Shemitah. Um, but we don't talk about um, Sukkot, mainly about the, the Dalad Minim, but also about Tzachach also, um, and how they, what they have to do with Shemitah. Okay? And a lot of what I'm going to say today um, is related to, is, has a comes from what I saw on Rabbi Shalai says something very well done about this. Okay? So let's do the Dalad meaning. We'll start with that. That's our main thing we're going to talk about. The first one is the Aravas. It's the easiest is the Aravas. Um, Aravas are a piece of wood. Um, Aravas don't have any, for sure, have no, there's no reason to think that they have any Kedusha Shviyas like that. Of course, you can't do Malach on the ground to grow your Aravas tree in Eretz Israel. Um, but the Aravas themselves should have no Kedusha Shviyas at all. There's no way that, so far, that I've found anybody who's Figured out a way that they should have finished the streets. Yeah. Okay. Next up, we're, a little, we're getting a little step up more complicated is Hadassim. So if you remember, we spoke about some time ago that uh, something that's meant specifically for fragrance, something that the people use specifically, they like the fragrance of it, it's a Shailani Yushalmi, and as a rule, we're machber on that Shaila, and therefore, um, it's these people work with an assumption that Hadassim have uh, Kedusha Shviyas because they're sold for their fragrance. I mean, think about um, Svarden making Hadola and they use Besamim. For their Besamim, they use uh, Hadassim. Um, so, um, it's therefore assumed that they have Kedusha Shviyas, which means it is their Hefker. If somebody wants to cut them off, uh, you can't throw them out, you can't ruin them, etc. those kind of things like that. Okay. However, that's, what, that's the typical assumption. However, um, there's a Chiddush in Ur Sameach, uh, in all places, you see that have, hey, I have to know everything to know anything. Um, in Hilchas Paraduma, okay, the Arsenal says the following, okay, Paraduma. He says like this: the the thing is that the azoid that you use in sprinkling when you the Paraduma cannot be tummy. Okay, so the, the Ramam says like this: the person takes the azoid, cuts it off the ground for eating. Uh, I don't know what an azoid is and why you eat it, but we'll believe it. You, then it's a food. Food items can become tummy. And therefore, if it even got wet, wet is already enough to be tummy in paradum that's big enough and it's already tummy. It's gone. You can't use it anymore. What happens if you cut it off the ground because you want to use it for some, like, for, like as a piece of wood? Or you picked it off the ground because you want to use it for the mitzvah. You were playing or using it for, with a paraduma. That's why you cut it off the ground. Then the thing is, it doesn't make a difference. It can't become tummy. It's not food. It can't become tummy. And therefore, you can use it for the, for the paradum. So, there's some says. What do you see from here? The Ramam says that if you cut it off to use it for the mitzvah, then it's not considered a food item. Okay, it's only, only if you specifically cut it off as a food item. So he says, you see from here a cloud that when you take some, something that has potential to be used as a food item, but you cut it off the ground because you want to use it for this mitzvah, you had some mitzvah intention to use this thing for it, it automatically does not have the status of food. And therefore, he doesn't say for Hadassim specifically, but he does say for Kedusha Shviyas, for the rules of Kedusha Shviyas, if you cut something off the ground to use it for a mitzvah, that thing does not have Kedusha Shviyas because it's not a food. Okay, you, you, theoretically it's a food, but you didn't cut off the ground for a food, and therefore it does not have Kedusha Shviyas. Um, we're going to talk more about Sarasamech as we go on today. Um, but the Hadassim, that would mean is, if I 
plan and cut off Hadassim in order to do it for the mitzvah, which is most of the Hadassim that we get, we don't just walk into a forest and say, hey, I'll take three of those, you know, and use them for the mitzvah. We, we take them because we take one that was specifically cut for the mitzvah, then according to this Chiddush of this Arsamech, uh, I'm not everybody agrees to that, but according to this Chiddush of the Arsamech, they would not, they should not have um, Chiddush of Shreds. Okay? We're going to come back to this Arsamech. He has more to say on what we're talking about today. Okay. I don't, I don't know what you mean. Yeah, what? Focus on, um, focus on the spots that you're not supposed to be asked to return. Right, so, so here, it's even better here, because here... Because why? Okay, so now, because you, when you're cutting it off, you, you don't want it for fragrance. But people cut off hadas, and that is what they're for. I mean, when you go to the florist, they sell them for fragrance. That's why they sell them. It's like that, right. It is an item that, ha- that is meant for food use. But even if that's part of the no. So what it is is like this. If you have a food that generally is has a certain use that has Kedusha spheres, and you have one guy who didn't cut it off for that, that doesn't help. Okay, so if, if, it, if it's 50-50, like some people use this net that depends on your cup on it. But if it overrules the thing, if you take a, an apple, you can't say apples don't have Kedusha spheres because I wanted to decorate my sugar with them. You mean, uh, an apple's an apple. Yeah. Yeah, so so it depend on, on how Adasim or what they're grown for? Let's say most Ashkenazi Hadassim uh, so, okay, so if, if you were to tell me that in, in the world most Hadassim are going for the mitzvah, then yeah, you would be right. But I'm coming from a different angle. That this specific plate was planted for the, for the mitzvah or was cut off for the mitzvah, that's what Arsene wants to say. He's not talking about Hadassim. You'll hear what he's talking about in a minute. Um, but he says it's, 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 it's a little sharp. It's here. The mitzvah is what you're going for. The mitzvah is specifically not to smell. Right. You think if, that, if here the mitzvah is to not smell, is there an issue to smell before sukkahs or after sukkahs? No, it doesn't make it also no, to I'm smell. You don't even have the option of. of you do. You just smell before and after. You have so much to be used as a food, and something you can use as not food, right? So you right. say, okay, we don't want to use food. We use it for But here, what you, what you want to be using it for is even like fuke, you okay. can't even use it for. Okay. For Maybe. Okay. Now, estrin. Okay, the next one we talk about is estrin. We saw some time ago, that um, there's a machlikas, um whether an estrig's status depends on when you cut it off the ground, or whether it had its chanata, when it had its beginning of its growing, certain stage of the beginning of the growing. Um, the din is, we, the ikra din we, we say is that it follows chanata, and therefore the, the estrig of Shemitah is the estrig that we have in the eighth year, the right after circus. But the Ramam holds that, and there's a sheet in the Gemara, that we, it goes bust with kita when you pick it off the ground, uh, and therefore, that's not the din to be mocked for that, but in practice, that's what people do. And the esrogim that are used in the seventh year are picked before Rosh Hashanah, in order to avoid picking them during Shemitah. Okay. We also saw, um, when we talked about Sechira, um, that the Mishnah says, the Mishnah says that you, there's an iser to buy Perish because if you buy them from somebody, among the other things, is if you, you're going to end up giving the money to someone who's not going to treat it with Kedusha Shviyas, Moshe Demesh Shviyas Namaritz, and therefore the Mishnah says is, what you should do is, um, the Mishnah talks about the scar of it, and we're going to have more to say about that as well, uh, and therefore the Mishnah says is, you buy the, something without Kedusha Shviyas, and the Esri comes along with it. Okay, that way you have to change for that thing. Okay, uh, another thing we spoke about for Esri, we've talked about, though, just, just giving you some back other stuff that we've done already, is that, um, if let's say a person would get an Esri, that was uh, from a person who was not, did not keep Shemitah, 
Okay, we, we saw that, uh, so the potential problems with the Esrigar, Meshumar, and Nebat, and we saw that the Ikra didn't have to be Mekel about those, there are those who are Mashman, the Ikra didn't have to be Mekel, and therefore, if you got an Esrig which was Meshumar of Nebat, I mean, I got an Esrig from someone who didn't keep Shemitah, then the thing is that um, it would be Mutter to use there, yeah. Okay, it would be kosher for the Mitzvah. Well, Meisah, that's not true, that's not where the Esrig can come from. People who grow Esrigim for the Mitzvah are trying to make it that everyone can use them, they grow them in Urchabesdin. People grow their Esrogim as Utsubes and they, they do keep Shemitah. People are not going to want to buy Esrogim that when from someone who didn't keep Shemitah. And there, the big question that people have is well, one of the dinim of things that have Kedusha Shemitah, things of Utsubes have Kedusha Shemitah, is how can you take that thing and send it to America? How can I, one of the dinim of things with Kedusha Shemitah is you're not allowed to send it out of Eretz Yisrael. So how can it be that the Esrogim that were grown with Kedusha Shemitah, the people in Eretz Yisrael have no problem with having this Esrogim, but how do we get those Esrogim? Okay, and there are some types who are Machmed. Chazanish was, was very strong, and others were even stronger than Chazanish, about not using this, not sending those Esrogim to Chotzaretz. I believe the Chazanish was Mekel, if that was the only way you could get a kosher Esrogim. Um, the others who are more Mekel, and say, no, um, maybe a guy should take it out of Eretz Yisrael. Or they say, maybe the whole reason you're not to take it out of Eretz Yisrael is because you want to make sure you do beer, and therefore, um, if you make sure you're going to send it back for the beer time, that's also going to be good enough. Um, maybe it's okay because... Um, the, a person's allowed to take out one at a time. So, Bezin is taking it out for all of us one at a time. Maybe that's okay. There's, there's the possibilities. Um, the is, the is we are going to have a Shrekim from Eretz Yisrael. That's what's going to happen. We are going to have a Shrekim from... They're not going to send it back, either. And most people are not going to send it back. Now, what, it's going to be a little bit of a game, which is, you really have to send it back for beer. Okay? But the beer for a Shrekim is not right after Sukkot. You know, a week after Sukkot, my Shrekim is going to not need beer anymore. It's going to be all dried out and not need beer anyhow. So, in theory, they, they're sending it to us that we should send it back in time for beer, but in practice, by the time the time of beer comes, it's not going to need to be sent back. You know, so... Return of Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, maybe... Yeah, post the right? um, So, but the... the you know, mean is, a person can't make estrogen jelly out of their estrogen this year. If you have estrogen from America as well, and you want to make estrogen jelly, I mean, you can make estrogen jelly, you're just going to have to eat it up by the time it comes time of beer. Okay, you're going to have to get rid of it in time for, and you're going to have to follow all the rules of how to use things with Kedusha Shemitah. If you want to do that. I don't know. I don't know, but... Is that what it is? Somewhere around. Okay. Okay, so yeah, eat your by that. What should you do with your So, what happens is, once it dries out, once it's not edible anymore, you don't need to do beer on it anymore. So, I mean... Right, if he said two bishvat at the time, by two bishvat, my esrog is going to be long gone. I mean, it's going to be hopeless. It's not going to be. So the chiva, you wouldn't be able to throw in the garbage. Not regularly, you could throw your esrog in the garbage. Chiva has kedusha shmitah. Yeah, I'm saying when it's edible. Of course. Yeah, well, it's still usable. When so, the day after sukkah, you have dinner, you have to throw in the garbage. So that you couldn't do now. Um, I guess you could eat it if you want to, but you know, again, we're not mechuyf to eat it. You just let it sit around. Okay. Um, some other things we saw about that is. Bezin is only allowed to charge, the Ertz Bezin is only allowed to charge for their labor, and packaging, and shipping, and things like that. They're not allowed to charge for the fruit itself. And the Melo, we saw that they can't say that this Esri costs $5, and this Esri costs $10. Because what's the difference in this one and that one? The same effort went into making both Esrigans. Oh. So, so, they're not allowed to charge, that, and, and the way they do that to be even more advanced is they make them closed boxes. Okay, you don't even have to pick which one you want to. Which that's not really the thing. You don't really have to close boxes. But remember, if they had open boxes, people would pay more for certain ones. No, they, they tend to do it if they do it in closed boxes. And they say, you're getting from Archibesim because this is how much it costs for the estrogen for the delivery, blah, 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 blah. And that's it. No more, no other, no cost of the thing. We saw that the practice is they make tears. Okay? This is, if you remember, we spoke about this, that 
people were uncomfortable, but they made tears. In other words, these will be uh, $10 shoyim, $20 shoyim, $30 shoyim. Okay? In closed boxes, which is to say, like, more or less mahutar, even though really, even though really there shouldn't be, and we asked it at that time, we spoke about that, that Mukhara, they should be the same. You're paying for the delivery. It doesn't cost more to deliver a kosher esri than a, a pasal esri. But that's in practice what they do, and whatever. Look the other way. It, it, it really, what it is, is that in order for Bezin to be functional and to earn their money for all the effort they put into it, this is a business practice that they're allowed to do. Then, the less you pay me because you're not charging the room. That's one way to look at it. Okay. Basically, never never creates them. It's the merchant. The merchants. Well, the merchants are are only allowed to sell. They're not allowed to charge for the fruit. So if Bezin says them, these are sug olive, these are sug base, these are sug gimel, if they break them into parts, and tell them, okay, these charge $10, $20, $30 for it, then they're not doing this most of it. That the person who's... I'm paying for the lulu, really. If you pay for the lulu, if you pay for the lulu, that's what the mission says, but we're going to talk about that. If you pay for the lulu, then you should get the essay, any essay you want to for free. Why this different grades of essay? You're saying, I'm getting the essay for free. Okay, I'll take whichever one I want to. So I want the Sugalaf one. You say, no, no, no. Well, your price, you won't get a Sugimo. What do you mean? What? They're all the same. And I, I am allowed to pay for the Esri. I'm allowed to pay for all the non-fruit parts of the Esri. For how much it costs them to pick it up the tree and to water the trees and they were allowed to play to a box. Let's say he has different grades of the lulav. You can't say, if you take a type of hey, lulav and I'm charging you $150 for lulav, then you can take a type of Esri. How can he? He's the representative of Besson. He All he did was pull off the fruit, fruit off the tree and bring it to town. He's allowed to charge you for the delivery cost. I don't think anything for the So why is he allowed to tell you which Esri you're allowed to take? That's right. Why not? No, because you're not fun. We're not selling anything altogether. It's not his. It's Hefka. Anyone's allowed to take them. What there is is that he could charge you for all these delivery costs, all these side costs. So he's allowed to charge you for those things. As a representative of Benson, okay, so I can pay that. I can't walk off the tennis them. I have to pay them for that. But why are you telling me which one I should take? Did it cost you more to package the good Esri than the worst Esri? No, silly. So what was it? Okay. It's not less. It's impossible. I have an album to say that you can charge a discount for... You're, t- you're playing games. <laughs> if you charge more for one, I say another. You're paying for the other. Okay, okay. Let me, I, I gotta, I gotta move on, guys. We have too much to do. Okay. One last, one little last thing. I, uh, I'll remind you that Rabbi Yashem had said was that there's a cooler that you're left to mulachas durabanan in order to keep a tree growing or for the fruit to grow well. If you remember that from way long ago, Rabbi Yashem said that's only to make the fruit more appealing, more edible, etc. It's not to do things that make it more mahuda for mitzvah. Okay, that's not, there's no cooler to do things. So if you want to do malachas to make your esrit be beautiful for the mitzvah, no deal. You could water it that you'll actually have an esrit, but not do things to it that would protect it for the mitzvah. Okay, now, I told you that the Ursamech says that if you pick something off for the mitzvah, if you grow something and pick it for the mitzvah, then it has no kedusha shviz to it. So he says, so you think that's the same thing for esrit also? So maybe Eswick shouldn't have, Eswick is edible, but hey, you did it for the mitzvah. So maybe we shouldn't have Kedusha Shviz. He says, I know that that's wrong. I'm, 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 I'm thing. Why is that? He says, I know that it's wrong. Because there's a Yerushalmi in Arla that says, if you pick an Eswick for the mitzvah, does that have Kedusha Shviz or not? He says, what's Yerushalmi be about? What's going on? Didn't I just tell you that there's a rule that if you did it for the mitzvah that it doesn't have Kedusha Shviz? He says, so what's going on in Yerushalmi? So he says, so he says, no, Eswick is different. All other mitzvahs, if you pick it for the mitzvah, it makes, it, it's, 
doesn't have Kedusha, it's not considered an Eichel. But by Esrig, there's a special thing that Gemara says, that an Esrig has to be, has to be royal Achila. Okay? Uh, I'm not 100% understanding how he says this, but we'll accept his word on it, that an Esrig has to be royal Achila. The Gemara does say something like that. has to be royal Achila, and therefore, when a person is picking an Esrig for the mitzvah, they are subconsciously picking something for eating. Because if it wouldn't be fit for eating, then it wouldn't be picking for the mitzvah. The mitzvah needs it to be something that's suitable for eating. Havasim don't need that, but Esrogim do need that. An Ezer for a paraduma doesn't need to be fit for eating, but an Esrog needs to be fit for eating. So when I say I'm, I'm growing this and I'm picking this in order to do the mitzvah with it, I am, without realizing what I'm saying, I'm taking something that's royal achila. And therefore the Yushan Mitzvah maybe that's enough to consider it that I took in La'archal. I didn't really, I really took it for the mitzvah. But there's some kind of a, 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 a background thought of it has to be for Achila. That's usually something. Maybe that makes it considered that I took it for the Achila also. Now, obviously, we're, everyone seems to assume, as he does, that we're machmer on that Shiloh. Okay? We're machmer on that Shiloh that the fact that in order to be kosher for the mitzvah, it has to be real Achila, means that I had in mind for Achila also, even though I didn't. No, most people that I know don't eat the rest of it. They don't have any in mind to eat it. But having mind for the mitzvah includes that you had in mind for the Achila Okay, next. Now we're, we're finished with Esri Kana, and our last one is a Lulav. Lulav is like this. The Mishnah that I told you that says of what you do if you want to buy an Esri on Shemitah, uh, an Esri on Shemitah says, says if you want to buy an Esri, I'm sorry, it doesn't say it. If you buy a Lulav on Shemitah, then the person should give you the Esri with it. Why? Because the, the, the implication is the Lulav has no Kedusha Shemitah, you're allowed to pay whatever you want to for the lulav. You don't have to worry about giving Shemit the money to somebody. No Kedusha gets on the money for buying the, the lulav. And then the Esrig, he gives you along with it. And the Esrig, now you didn't give any money for the thing with Kedusha Shemit, and therefore the, the money that you gave him doesn't have any Kedusha to it. Why okay? didn't we give you the eights about the lulav? Why didn't you give you the eights also about the arobas? Mm. By arobas, I question. Uh, a, a question. I'm not sure if I know the answer question. Okay. So, so the the... Okay. All of them. Okay. Okay. So, so the question is like this. Um, now, the Gemara, the Gemara, the Gemara doesn't know what to do with that. The Gemara says, "Really? What does it help to buy the lulav? The lulav also has kedusha spheres. So, what did you gain by buying a lulav and getting an esrog with it? Lulav also have kedusha spheres." So, most people, when they read the Gemara, they're scratching their head. Lulav has Kedusha Shemitah? You ever see a lulav? What are you talking about? Who eats lulav? So, I mean, you eat the, the, the dates that grow on a lulav tree, but you don't eat the lulav, it's just a piece of wood. So, the Rashi explains, later in the Gemara, Rashi explains that what it means is like this. The, a lulav can be used as a broom. To, in order to be, have Kedusha Shemitah, it doesn't have to only be edible. We saw that if anything that's called Hanna'asin will be Urin Shavah, and certain other criteria means the way when you use it that also destroys it that also destroys it that's in the trunk that's in the trunk that when when you use it you destroy it it has Kedushah Shviyas and therefore when a person uses a broom the use of the broom sweeping the floor is what eventually wears out the leaves wears out the broom so it's Hanna'asun of Yerun Shavah and therefore even though nobody eats palm branches even so it has Kedushah Shviyas because it's something that the Hanna'ah grows in the ground, and the Hanar and the beer happen at the same time, the destruction and the benefit from it happen at the same time. So, so the Kumar says that it has Kedusha Shviz. 
I'm going to tell you in a second, well, well if it has Kedusha Shvi'as, how do you answer its question? Right? So what happened? The Gemara said, oh, I'll tell you in short, the Gemara says is it's talking about that you had a lulav. You had a lulav from before Shemitah, and the Eshrit that was from on Shemitah. Okay? It's, so it's, the mission, so the mission you, you bought the lulav is because it happened to work out that you had a lulav from before Shemitah. I'll explain to you what that means in a second. Okay, so. The question is, the question is, if you look in the Pirish Mishnahis, the Ramam, you see that the Raman says, he brings the Mishnah, that says you sh- if you, you buy the Lulub and you get the Esrik with it, and he says, and you know why you can... In general it does. In the case of the Mishnah, it happens to not have Kedush Shviyas. came from the year before. And a Rabbis, Sam Rabbis... Sam do not have any Kedush Shviyas. None. No, they didn't do any good. Because of, because of Lulub uses a broom. People don't use a rubber brooms. Because you couldn't use it Because a typical use is used as a broom. So... In the Purushim Shais, the Ram says, he brings this Mishnah, says you should buy the, you buy the Lulav and you get the Esrik with it. So the Ram says, and the Lulav, you know why, doesn't have, you know why you're allowed to buy the Lulav? Because Lulav is a piece of wood. And wood doesn't have any Kedusha Shviyas to it. So the Akhman said, wait, wait a second. That's not what the Gemara said. The Gemara said, it's special because it's from the sixth year. Uh, it, the, so the Ram Purushim Shais says that, just as an aside, if you look in the newer versions of the Purushim Shais, the new translations of the Arabic, bring that in the if you look at the Ksabiyah, the handwritten versions of the Arabic Ramam it says, it says there it says, the reason why the world doesn't have Kedusha Shviyas is it's, it's from the sixth year and since it's from the sixth year, it doesn't have Kedusha Shviyas exactly as the Gemara says, and there there's a line drawn across it and in the Ramam's handwriting, it, it says the Pshat that it says right now, which is that it's because wood, Lulavim don't have Kedusha Shviyas, okay, Lulavim don't have Kedusha Shviyas, okay, so so, so what's going on over here? So, so well, what happened? What and the Gemara says not like that. I mean, it, it would be dramatic. It would be bad enough just to see it, but to see it, you cross it out and rewrote the new shot. I mean, what happened over here? The Gemara says that it, it does have kedusha shvius to it. And then you look, then you look in the Ramam in the Mishnah Torah, and the Ramam brings the Mishnah as is. He says, if you, if you buy the little of it, get the rhythm, it goes on and on. It doesn't say anything about it being from the sixth year. So what happened? What's going on over here? Well, what happened to the Gemara that says, no, no, we'll have to have the Kedusha Shviyas. The Ramam is, just, is saying it, we, we would have read it, which that we'll have to have Kedusha Shviyas. The Gemara says that they do have Kedusha Shviyas. I'm going to get to that in a second. So, I'm going to tell you two answers that I'm going to get to that. Um, the top is tomorrow. Uh, on, right there on the Gemara says, okay, I'm not trying to explain you this whole thing, the Gemara about Mem is talking about something else about Kiddusha Shviyas. The Gemara says over here that um, eights in the Mishkan, there's certain kinds of wood that theoretically should have Kiddusha Shviyas. The Gemara thinks that it does. And the Gemara says, you know what? Basically, most wood is not Hanas of and Shava, and therefore, even this wood is Hanas of and Shava, doesn't have Kedusha Shviyas. That's what the Gemara says. A certain piece of wood, type of wood, 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 wood says, nah, it doesn't. All the wood looks at the same. We don't, we're not, we don't divide one piece of wood from another piece of wood. They're all the same. They don't have Kedusha Shviyas. So he says, when the Gemara said that, it was, being, it was a Chazorah from this original assumption. Even though we would assume that palm branches that use brooms are Hanas of and Shava, in the end of the Gemara it said, all wood looked at the same. Basically, wood can't be used for anything that's Hanas of and Shava, and therefore, the Gemara was Chazor from its assumption that that's the Kappah says. Remember I told you Darsameh? says, when you cut off a lulav for the mitzvah, when you cut off a lulav for the mitzvah, I don't care if theoretically 
palm branches have Kedusha Shmias, because you can use them to sweep your house. That's for a regular palm branch. And if I cut up a palm branch in order to do the mitzvah with it, then that palm branch inherently cannot have Kedusha Shmias to it. I bedafted it, and I picked it up for the mitzvah, it automatically does not, does not have this step. I answer it. So he said, was special. Remember, the was a special thing. A little automatically does not have Kedusha Shmias. So he says, wait a second, ha <laughs> you guys were going to see. But, but the Gemara says it does. So what I'm telling you, Based on the Rambam and Hemphis Paraduma, that it doesn't. He says, What are you talking about? But the Gemara right here in Shukta says that it does have it. So he says that it's Lushi He says, The Gemara in the, this Rambam that I told you, I took his Paraduma, about, about the Azar, if you cut it from the Mitzvah, it's actually a Machlotis in a Mishnah in, in Mesechtis Para. Okay? In a Mishnah in Mesechtis Para. And who are the names? Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Yerushim, Rabbi Shimon say that it has, the, if it's cut from the Mitzvah, it has no Kedusha. And Rameir says that it does have Kedusha. Okay? So, our Gemara is going to stop Mishnah Rameir. The Mishnah assumed, when we read this Mishnah, we assumed it's going to influence Rameir. And Rameir says that palm branch, that, that Azar is considered a food, even if you cut it off for the mitzvah. So the Gemara has a question, so then a little should also have that. But, the din is, that we're passing like Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Huda, and Rabbi Shimon, that has no Kedusha, and therefore the whole Gemara, we don't have to worry about the whole Gemara. That's what he says. So now, that's his answer. So he wants to say, so the, the thing is really, love, do not have Kedusha Shmiris because they have cut off for the mitzvah. So my question, Yanki, you're missing your question. I'm saying his part. You can leave. I'm asking your question. So my question on that is, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to finish. Matt, you go. I want to hear the answer. The question is, why is it, why are we hearing, why, why are we hearing this question? <laughs> Okay. What, can someone tell me why are we hearing this question from Kappas tomorrow and from the Ursamer? Why isn't anybody on the page answering this question? Why don't we, how can we open up the Ramah and we didn't see the people on the page answering this question? Rabbi Kameger. Yeah, in Mishnah Torah. Rabbi Kameger on, on Mishnayis, he's like a Pirish on Mishnayis. He sees that the Rav says like the Ram says in Pirish on Mishnayis. So he says, I don't understand this. What's going on over here? What happened to the Gemara? I mean, if you write a Pirish on this, you, it's an obvious question. What's going on over here? You know what Kriega says? He says, I don't know what the answer is. He says, and then I saw the Kapasar ask the question. He doesn't say his answer. He just says, I saw he asked the question. I'm talking right. That the Gemara says not like this. Okay, so where is everybody? Why, when we open up uh, Mishnah Torah, do you not see the people? Why are people saying something to the Gemara? What's from it? It's going quite to only with a mayor. Say, say something. Well, where is everybody on the page saying, there do a lot of people live before the Ersamech? You know, between the Ram and the Ersamech, there's lots of Purushim. Why isn't someone like, talk about it? Seems like a pretty obvious thing. The Gemara says that it's only in a very specific case. It makes me wonder that maybe Shad is not like that. It makes me wonder that. It makes me wonder like this. I don't know if I'm right. I'll say what I think. Everyone, is, it, the, the Kappa Samar was saying that the Ramam is Lushitasa to what he says in Pirish and Mishayas. And I'm wondering if, if Lushitasa to a different Ramam, not to this Ramam. Which is, if you remember, when we spoke, I, I mentioned it at the beginning of the day today, but we talked about it before, that in Hilchus Maishashani, the Ramam Paskins, that Esrig is Basra Lakita. Okay, and Esrig's Kedusha is, is treated by the year when you pull it off the ground. Most Rishonim disagree with that. Most Rishonim Paskin, that no, Esrig is Basra Chanata. The Rama hold that is Basra Lakita. So now, when the Gemara said, the Gemara asked the question, doesn't a Lulav have Kedusha Shvius? So the Gemara says, well, it's talking about that the Lulav was from the sixth year and the Esrig was from the seventh year. Isn't that a strange case? I mean, what a crazy Hechetimsa. How could you bring that in and not say that there's this unusual Hechetimsa? I don't think that's a question. 
the chiddush of the Gemara is not that the lulu is from the sixth year and the esrog is from the from the seventh year. It's like this: the Mishnah says, "Halakach lulu, halakach lulu You buy lulu in shviyas. Well, if you buy lulu in shviyas, if you buy on shmitah. The lulav for sure has no kedush on it. A lulav that you buy actually the for sure has no kedush. It was bought from the year beforehand. So what are, the, what are they even talking about? What, the esrik also shouldn't have it. So the chiddush of the gemara is not that the lulav is from one year and the esrik is from a different year. The chiddush is that we, we're going only according to one mandiamah who holds esrik basalakita. If esrik is basalakita, then when it says bishviyas, it doesn't mean of shviyas, one with kedush shviyas. It means one, uh, during the physical year of shemitah. If you buy an esrig on Shemitah and a lul on Shemitah, and once we're going to call it that Yammer, it's obvious that the esrig has Kedusha Shviyas and the lul does not have Kedusha Shviyas. Because a lul bought on Shemitah is from the year before Shemitah. And the esrig, and the esrig is, you just bought it now. You just took it off the tree now. So it has, it has, it of course it does have Kedusha. So once, if you pass on the mamam, that esrig is bustle Lakit, and I say, I'm buying a lul and an esrig on Shemitah. I don't have to tell you that the Eshek has Kedusha and the Lul doesn't have Kedusha. It's obvious. If I buy the Eshek on Shemitah, when you're on Shemitah, the Eshek is from Shemitah and the Lul is from before Shemitah. It's, it's ordinary. That, but the Gemara has, the Chilish of the Gemara is not that, that it's talking about this strange case. The Chilish of the Gemara is that it's going according to the Mani Amar that treats Eshek and Lul differently. Most people would think not like that. Most people think... So you're saying that's what the Rambam means when he says the Lul doesn't have Kedusha Shemitah? When he, when, no, no, I'm not talking about the Pirish I'm talking about in the Mishnah Torah. He brings the Mishnah. The Mishnah. If you buy a lulav, if you buy a lulav on Shemitah, then you should buy the lulav and get Esrik with it. What? There's no condition to that. If you buy a lulav on Shemitah, a lulav bought on Shemitah is a lulav from the sixth year. The Ram doesn't say in the Mishnah Torah that. No, he doesn't say that. Only the Pesach Mishnah. No, he just brings the Mishnah word for word. I'm not Mishnah word for word from the Mishnah. If you buy a lulav on Shemitah, this is what you should do. Well, if I buy a lulav on Shemitah, the lulav is automatically from before Rama Mishita. Sorry, the lulav is automatically a Shishis lulav, and the Esrog is automatically a Shishis lulav. Because when, when he, this was they were commercial, they bought an Esrog and they walked over the tree and they took it off the tree on the day before before Sukkot. So once the Rama Pachlin that Esrog is Pasolikita, then the Mishnah reads. The, the mission, it's obvious that the case of the mission is that the lulav is from the sixth year and the answer is from the seventh year. It, it sort of goes hand in hand. If, if you're shviyas, in other words, you could read the mission that shviyas means of the kedusha of shviyas. But the Gemara says no, that's not what it means. Bishviyas is literal on shviyas on the seventh year. Sukkah on the seventh year. It's right at the beginning. The lulav has no kedusha because it's from the sixth year and the answer is from the seventh year. Why we know you got the lulav beforehand? No, the lulav goes past the chanata. Oh, the lulav for, sh- for sure that's in the sixth year. That's obvious that the chanata of the lulav happened during the sixth year. No, I mean, lulav no more than And obviously it happened during the sixth year. And the esri goes past the lakita. It goes when you pulled it off the day before Sukkot. You pulled it off the ground. So once the chiddush of the Gemara is just that, we're going to that maniyomar. Once we're in that maniyomar, the, the case is not the chiddush. The case, even though that's what it sounds like, once from one year, once from a different year, that's not the chiddush. The chiddush is that they have different statuses. Okay, now, all that I told you about lulavim is. I can only use it almost theoretical. Well, many people think it's theoretical. That's because, where Shlomo Zaman says, he says, this whole discussion works with an assumption that a lulav might have Kedusha Shviyas because you use it for a broom. Okay, that's the whole basis that the Gemara has why a lulav should have Kedusha Shviyas because Hamas of Yerun Shavah. He says, nobody in my neighborhood uses a, a lulav for a broom. You see anybody walking around using a broom? I mean, no, no, there's such a thing. I actually found you could buy a lulav broom. I mean, a wicker or whatever, a, you know, a palm branch broom. But I mean, regular people don't use palm branches. I don't know what they do with that, but they don't use it for that. Yeah. 
Yes, you can. You can buy it. But he says, nobody else does that. He says, so what do I care that there's, in the times of the Gemara, that might have been a normal way to use a lulav. He says, but that doesn't do with me. Now, he says, he, he's answering a question from the, uh, well, he's answering a question. He says like this. The person who asked the question said to him, well, you know, we had this Shiloh before him. He says, remember we had a Shiloh about orange peels? You see, should we treat orange peels as Kedush, or let's say other, other fruit peels, as Kedush Shvias, because animals can eat them? And the shadow we had there was, the fact that animals can eat them, does that mean anything? Be- what do I mean? I mean is that animals can eat it, but there are no animals here in town that can eat them. Okay? So, if I'm in 50 in Illinois, and I have cows to feed it to, then I have to worry about that animals can have conditions for But if I live in Chicago, there aren't any cows around to eat these leftovers. So I can't say, hmm, so he's, there's a, there are those who say that, which he thinks is correct, that has no conditions for The fact that theoretically it could be used, or objectively it could be used, to feed the animals, doesn't have conditions for because there aren't any animals around here. So he says, he says, and even if you want to say that for foods, that might be one thing to say for food items. But this is, this is just a, this is just a lulav. It's not a food item. The fact that you can use it as a broom, if nobody uses it for a broom, that doesn't have Kedusha Shvi's. Okay, now, that leads us to our last thing. Um, hopefully you appreciate the last thing. Uh, which is, um, Schach. Schach. We're not talking about Schach. Okay? Which is, uh, so buy, 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 it's acceptable. It's considered acceptable. It should, you shouldn't be paying more for one than the next, but te- I mean, and they do it in closed boxes. They say, all the ones in here, these are the olive ones. Those are the best. These are the base ones. They're not as good. And these are the Gimel, the kosher, but, you know, they're... They, they do that here? I believe so. That's my impression. Yeah, I've never seen them so We're going to find out in a few months. Okay, we'll see in a few months. Okay, now, the, the, the question is like this. Somebody left the whole thing here? Open, open the box? I mean, well, the if the importer brings in 100,000 boxes of soap business, uh, the importer wants it in the market. Well, what's he going to do if he opens it up? He's going to say, Lady, you want that one? That's a really good one? $25 for you. You want a closed box? $15. Once again, he's charging you for your fruit. But he's not supposed to do that. He's not supposed to. Whether he's going to do it, I don't know. Okay, now, let's just, let's just finish up, which is like this. Um, is there any reason that you could imagine, I can, why uh, bamboo should have conditions for to it? Okay, now people eat, um, you know, bamboo shoots, okay, but there's any, and, and the bam- I'm not saying that the bamboo you buy in Home Depot, seriously, sir, uh, bamboo that you buy there, that's already dried out, that's not a question. The, what about, what about the fact, um, what about fresh bamboo? which I believe you can buy nerds as well. They sat on the street corner, you know, fresh bamboo, just freshly cut off the ground. So, what? Okay, 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 okay. So, so the question is, should you say, here's the question, they're used as animal food. Pandas eat bamboo. So should you say that since pandas eat bamboo, that's basically the whole diet is, is, is bamboo, so should you say it's Michael Bahama, it's suitable for animals? And should we say that since it's suitable for animals, it should have conditions shares because animals eat, animals eat it. So, 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 so uh, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting, now, now, well, let me finish my question. Let me finish my question. Is it maybe, was it maybe worse during last Shemitah? Because in 2005, the Israeli zoo, the, the biblical zoo in Yerushalayim, bought a panda. That was the first time they had a, well, that I know that they had a panda. They traded it for a giraffe and 50,000 shekels. 
I'm sorry, two giraffes and 50,000 shekels of a panda. Okay? Shimon. They call him Simon. Shimon. And so they bought him. So during the last Shemitah, they had, they had a panda. Now, by, by now, by, in 2012, um, uh, there was a Leviathan and Shimon, uh, Simon the panda, died. Okay, so he didn't make it to the Shemitah. So last Shemitah, did they have a more serious question? Because there was a panda in Yerushalayim who could eat bamboo. So was that a Shiloh? Or should we say, or should we say is, come on guys, one panda, one Meshuggah panda who eats it, we shouldn't care about that. Or, as David just reminded us, I was going to say, when I was in Hong Kong, okay, in, in, in the Mangkok uh, Mall, this is huge, outdoor, I mean, blocks and blocks of a zillion people selling everything. Yeah, and they sell bamboo juice, which, I don't know why I want to tell you, but I had some. They, 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 they had a stick of bamboo, stick it through a juicer, and out comes this green, horrific-looking <laughs> liquid, which tastes almost as good as it looks. And fresh bamboo, and they put it in. So should we say, because in China, in Hong Kong, there are people who are paying money to eat this stuff, so not in Michael Bahama, it's Michael Odom. People can eat this stuff. Okay, what do we say? Hello, you know, if you have to go to Mangkok to, to, to buy this stuff, and, and nobody in, you know, in, in Beitara eats this. Because so, of Right, there's one, one, I'm the one we're okay, but I wasn't the only one this guy had to stay not just for me, you know, he had to stay not just, you know. So should we say, so, so seemingly, seemingly, it's going to depend on the same question that I said to you just a second ago about, about the love nowadays, and when we talked about from Michael Behema. If we look at something in its objective sense, is it Royal Achila? Is it Royal Achila? Like we said, peels of, of fruits. Yeah, animals can eat them. Or, or, or the love, they could be used for sweeping, but when I said no one's using them for that. So, there are those who want to be mad on that child. So, if Shem says, he, he doesn't talk about bamboo sticks and mankak, no, he doesn't know about that. But he says to them, he says, tell me, he says, every single branch has some animal who eats it. He's been, you know, a little, uh, putting stuff on the limb, so to speak, but he's, he's like, but, but there's, there's every, there's, everybody's eating something, everybody's eating, he says, come on, we can't think about it. every crazy way there is to eat something. He says, how can you tell me that, objective, in theory, is there anything, anyone eat this? Eucalyptus leaves, you know, they eat, giraffes eat them, so they have Kedusha Shvisa, I mean, come on, so we have to just, so he says, therefore, he thinks it's correct, that a person should judge things only by what's in his going on Lamaisa. If we live in, in Chicago, or you live in, in Beit Shemesh, and people in that town, they use it in a certain way, that's Hamel Sabir and Shavah, or they use it for Michael Adam, Michael Hamel, has Kedusha Shvisa. If it's not Lamaisa used in your place, you don't have to worry about the fact that the, theoretically, it's used for that, so according to him, we would be safe.